terrified. <laughs> so I guess it's my responsibility for the cold open because you're the one that always comes in with the story, right? I mean, yeah. Like, what what do you got for us, T man? What do you got? Um. So I want to talk to you before we get into your episode. I want to talk to you about Blase Ball. You've been talking about this. What the fuck is that? I thought you just <laughs> mistypoed like baseball. <laughs> That's what I thought too at first, but then more people on my timeline started talking about it and I had to figure out what the hell was going on. And honestly, I'm still not entirely sure what's happening. When you register, so it's just blaseball.com. And when you register at the website, you pick a team to root for. And then it's basically all the teams are automated. And so, like, each week is a season and the playoffs are on the weekend. And it's like each team has stats and the pitchers, but then it's like like weird shit. Like they have peanut allergies and sometimes the weather can be a peanut storm. And if they swallow a peanut, it like hurts their stats. And it's it's a really weird thing that I don't ha- really understand yet. But I'm rooting for Unlimited Tacos. That was the team name team that I chose because who wouldn't want to root for Unlimited Tacos? So you're not playing, you're just... Well, so you're you're sort of playing, like, so you have... The the game part of it comes from you have money to bet on all the games that are going on throughout the day. And you can make more money by betting successfully. And, like, each game it gives you, like, the percentage chance of which team is going to win. So do you root for the underdog? Do you root for the team that's going to win? Or think is going to win? And then you use that money to buy things and the money that what you can buy is stuff like a higher max bet or you're more you make more money every time the team you're rooting for wins and you can also buy tickets to vote with and that's where like the big things are so so like each season has like two things that affect the season like the four worst teams from the previous season now need four strikes to strike them out instead of three or you know the top four teams get one less pitcher i don't know it's weird like the rules change and like everyone who bets can then vote and affect what they want to uh, change and like you can also do things like vote for re-rolling the stats of your three worst players on the team you root for or every player on your team gets a stat boost for the next game they play and so you're like betting and then like funneling your resources into making your team better. And it's weirdly entertaining. Do you watch the matches play out or is it just like results Occasionally. are given to you? Like it, it reminds me a lot of CSFBL where like you can kind of halfway pay attention and be like, oh shit, like my team's doing well. Or, but like it doesn't like play out fully in the sense it you can't like look at a box score which is the only thing that i don't really like mm-hmm. um you have it you get like the final score and if you're watching in real time it'll say like ball one strike one someone oh. singled and you can see like those stats but as far as i can tell on the website it doesn't keep track of each individual players like home runs for the season or whatever the thing that really makes me think of csfbl is on the Unlimited Tacos team, there are five players named Wyatt. Which nice. <laughs> this is an extremely obscure reference. Yeah, but like it just but reminded me of fucking Winthrop's. 
from, oh, uh, from CSFBL, which is something we can talk about at another time. But uh, like, I don't know. It, it reminds me a little bit of that, which is why I've sort of started getting into it. But it's it's weird. And I I don't know. It, it It's a fun, like, distraction sort of thing um, when real sports aren't really doing anything. Happening. Yeah. yeah. I get it. <laughs> So I'm just plugging that for the intro. I've been having fun with that the last couple of days. And, and again, I still don't fully understand it. There's like a sports ticker that goes on on the website and it's weird shit. And so it's blaseball.com? Blaseball.com. Yeah. My rules for betting are basically I always bet on the team that has a food name if the other team does not. And then beyond that, I just bet for whoever. If if it doesn't fall under that category, like I always, I always bet on the tacos, and then I always bet on a food team if there's only one food team playing in any given match. And then beyond that, I just vote for whoever has the the higher percentage to win. And I'm not losing money, but I'm not like winning very much either. Okay. So I don't know. Cool. Cool. All right. Um. Shall we start this episode? Yeah, oh boy. Uh, hit hit us with the the intro, and then we'll uh, we're okay. gonna see what you do. In my head, it's just like do 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 do. That is not our intro at all. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. This makes no fucking sense, but we're doing it anyway. There exists a middle ground beyond time and space, a place where this very nice episode will occur. It's no longer Make Me a Gamer, but welcome instead to Fireside Chats with Harvey Z. And then. Are you turning our episode into the Twilight Zone? Good! Almost. Only four lines, because I don't know copyright laws, so. Oh well. But, so, hello everyone. I'm the host. Uh, now? I'm your captain? I don't know. I'm I'm somehow in charge. And so, I'm Harvey Z, and I'd like to welcome my guest, my esteemed guest, my featured player, my player number two. I'm T-Man, and I'm just doing the best that I can. That's not bad. I mean, it, see, it's it's hard to be player two. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't bad. I, mean, I feel like I had to rhyme and I had to have the same sort of cadence that yours did. And that's that's all I could come up with. The other choice I had was I'm T-Man and I'm not in Turkmenistan. And I feel like that just didn't make any sense. Really? That's that, You couldn't find anything else to rhyme with man <laughs> besides Turkmenistan. <laughs> you couldn't even stop at just Stan. You had to go to Turkmenistan. Yeah, I mean, Kazakhstan was like a little too off of man. Because like, you say Turkmenistan, but like uh, Kazakhstan, you know, and I, well, I guess I could have gone with Afghanistan, but that's kind of politically again, charged. Too many letters and syllables. Just <laughs> like you could have just called yourself the man. Well, that's the problem. You already blew See, your I'm, load. Al- I'm already yeah. the man. I can't be the man twice. And I thought about introducing myself as like Z-Man. And like, but that just didn't feel right either. It felt like I was stepping on your toes a little. <laughs> and yeah, so welcome everybody. I don't have a catchy phrase or anything. Um, I did have an alternative actually. So let's do take two 
click. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. This makes no fucking sense, but we're doing it anyway. Welcome. In the immortal words of Robert Hunter, the wolf came in. I got my cards. We sat down for a game. That's right. It's Make Me a Gamer with your host, Harvey Z. See, that's classy as shit, man. <laughs> I feel like I need like like a, a glass of whiskey or something to like swish around after that one. Like, is there like a fire going and, and I'm this like, is, sitting in one yes. of those like comfy chairs? You totally got what I was trying to sell here, which is this is a fireside chat. I'm in my fuzzy robe. You can have a fuzzy robe if you'd like. Sit I want down one of those on the- like velvet, velvet uh, blazers, you know, maybe like an ascot. Yes, I'm I'm down for this. This is the vibe I needed. We'll have a third seat here for the listener. We'll have bubble pipes going in the background, like little bloop, 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 bloop. Or like candy cigars or bubblegum cigars, if that's your thing. Whatever we need. But this is this is classy shit, man. <laughs> Alright, I'm down for the classy shit. Alright. This is this okay. is works. This is good. It's good. So I'm in charge, and so I've gotta make a gamer show out of this whole whatever I have running here. So we've got some fun stuff for the audience. They can play along. We've got some games, maybe. We've got questions from the masses. I noticed that we have a lot of trouble sometimes like with our mailbag questions. So I just went out and tried to find people and ask them to ask me questions. So you you pulled like the Alex Jones, like run down a sidewalk and shove a microphone in people's face. Well, I'm like, send us your mail and no one ever does that. Yes, I aggressively ballot stuffed our mailbox. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, if you got questions more than I did, then maybe uh, maybe your tactic works better than mine. We'll see, because some of those questions are weird, but we'll see if we have time for it. I also had to figure out, like, gaming news stuff, but then I realized I'm Harvey Z, and I don't give a shit about, like, <laughs> what's going on. And I know some cool stuff is going on, but you're going to have to wait till next week to get that cool stuff. <laughs> Instead, I came up with a character, I mean a friend to come and join us Uh oh, a new member of the harvey zed clan uh, not Uh-oh. clan group posse we've got <laughs> dr zed phz oh no oh god come in dr zed <laughs> wait, ah wait, yes wait, wait. Hold, no hold on hold on hold on i'm questioning this doctor already so what does phd stand for no 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 phz no, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about your PhD. I'm talking about the actual PhD. That stands for what? I didn't say I had a PhD. But what does the actual what does the actual PhD stand for? Now I'm I'm mad that I can't come. I up actually with... don't. So I don't know what PhD stands for. So like all MD I know is, is a like pretty medical like medical doctor, right? And is no, that no, MD? no. That's yes, that's medical doctor. I don't know, like medical doctor. Yeah, MD. Yeah, but PhD so like, is like. Is PhD the P for is like a philosophical doctor. And then there's like it. So like the best response I've heard actually was somebody else was like, do you have a PhD? And he was like, yeah, I do. A pretty huge dick. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't so, want to go with that. But, you yeah, know. So, so, you've, so, so Dr. Zed has got a pretty huge Z is what Zed, you're saying. Just a pretty huge Z. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so... What Sorry, I actually, doctor. I didn't mean to step on your toes. So go, go it's ahead. okay. It's okay. I didn't make my footsteps to enter. Let me actually step into the room. Ah, 
Yes. Originally, the plan, if we want to throw some sausage at these people already, was to trap you in a house with Dr. Zed, and Dr. Zed would be your host. And I was going to have a 2D game slash podcast slash interactive immersive experience. That was too fucking hard. I I would just like to uh, push up my my gamer glasses and uh, give you some trivia, sir. Uh, Dr. Zed is actually a character from the Borderlands series. Uh, He would be infringing on copyright, so just be careful there, uh, Dr. Zed. Okay, the original bit was actually the steal off of Manic Mansion. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Dr. Ed, right? I don't know, actually. I just wanted the house. I was going to describe the house and, like, the puzzle rooms were going to be like that. There was going to be, like, a, welcome, I see you found the key in the pumpkin. And, like, obscure references like that for, like, the two Zork fans and stuff out there. Hmm. I see. But instead, no German accent, no other stuff. Just Dr. Zed, PHZ. What's he going to do? Give you some gaming news? But I decided to do it a little bit different. Rather than do current news... You mean Dr. Zed decided to do it a little different? Yes. Good. This is why we need you here, T-Man. You have to keep Dr. Zed on track. He's a little bit distracted. (laughs) He's got too much Z in his PHZ. Uh. (laughs) What Dr. Zed decided to do... Dr. Zed does talk in third person. All the Zs do. Uh, Sometimes. When they remember that they do. Dr. Dead decided to search PubMed and various research articles to see if there's been any scientific publications on gaming. Turns Ah. out there's tons of it. I was originally going to, I was going to have some news from the science world of gaming. The problem was half of it is pretty fucking boring. (laughs) I actually had a really great one just from the title alone. Error-related negativity predicts failure in competitive dual-player video games. It's a wordy title, and then when I actually read the article and the summary, they basically let two people play Wii Baseball (laughs) with EEGs on their head. And then what they did was they realized they needed to track the motions as well. So then they put GPSs on the Wiimotes. This is a a 20-page article. I did not go with this article because holy shit it's 20 pages and it basically is using lots and lots of jargon to basically describe we took two people hooked up brainwave monitors to them to see like how their brain was functioning but they just played Wii baseball with each other at like a good space and they faced each other and that was it and we put gps's on the wiimotes the thing that they concluded when they played it the parts of their brain that lit up were the same parts that people playing actual sports would feel. And they determined that video games were competitive and caused the same level of competition sometimes as regular sports. 20 pages. 20 pages to come to that conclusion based off of Wii Baseball. And this came in 2019. Yes. We're going to ignore that article. Yeah. Dr. Zed's got better stuff. I'm glad scientists are getting grant money, but you know what? Uh, I mean, that's a pretty good use of grant money, actually. If you can buy a Wii, they probably had to buy all this stuff. I mean, they have, there's whole pages on like their Wii setups and like how they attach the GPSs to the Wii modes. Then the fact that they had these guys with like brain wire EEGs and all sorts. It was, at first, I was like, oh, this sounds like a pretty heavy duty article. Once I started to read it, I was like, wait a second. I think they're talking about Wii baseball. 
Because <laughs> they were they never name it. They're just like a competitive baseball simulator. It's interesting how science is just now doing scientific experiments with the Wii because in gaming the motion control phenomenon is already pretty dead. Like you've got VR, which is a different sort of setup, but like the Wii is like over a decade old at this point. And so this is where it gets interesting in the sense of where this is when it was published, which was in 2019, but publications Mm -hmm. still come out pretty quickly, like six to 12 months if you've got a pretty hot topic. But even then 2018, yeah, the Wii is old news by then. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting they focused on that for like competitive gaming instead of like Fortnite or Call of Duty or something. And again, it also depends on if you're just like trying to get yourself published, you're going to do anything you can and you're going to send it out anywhere. Like right, I was like that's true. That title alone, I was like holy shit, this must be groundbreaking stuff. Error related negativity predicts failure. There's actually more to what they predicted, which was people who suck at Wii baseball feel bad. Like that was basically it. Like, but they called it error-related negativity, and if you feel bad, it's going to predict your future failure as well in competitive video games. Jeez. Yeah, I. Yeah, we're going to move on from that one actually to an interesting article that I think is quite relevant. It's. Have you heard of the Fortnite phenomenon? I mean, I've heard of Fortnite. I just mentioned Fortnite. This is the medical condition known as the Fortnite ph- phenomenon. Oh, there's a medical condition? Do they floss a lot? Is that what happens? I'll tell you, actually. This article actually came out in the June 2020 edition of Heart Rhythm Case Reports. And it was published from, actually, CHOPS is the name of the hospital, uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, which is actually one of, like, the top children's hospitals in, like, the country. So, like, legit people. So, in this article, the... Uh, I'll give you the title at the end because it kind of gives away what is the Fortnite phenomenon published and written up by doctors Lee Nash Jansen et al. Citing your sources. Good, good. Yes. Got to give them credit. You know, always credit your content creators out there, folks. And so (laughs) this what this basically is, it's actually a series of case reports, two to be specific. And it just kind of goes through what happens. And then they create this terminology called the Fortnite phenomenon. The first case We have a nine-year-old healthy male who passes out and presents to the hospital. What happened? This nine-year-old passed out with syncope while playing, quote-unquote, Fortnite Battle Royale game, as what they cited it as. And they said it was a interactive first-person shooter. Basically, first they're wrong. It's a Mm -hmm. third-person shooter. It's not a first-person shooter. Although, I guess you can play it in first-person but it is primarily third person. Again, these are doctors, T-Ban. Simple Listen, doctors. Doctors, but if they're doing a scientific study, they need to have accurate shit. Otherwise, people are going to dismiss it. And I mean, this, this is, is this is true. Base, this is, baseline stuff here. I know. This is why we need our podcast to discuss these things and critique them. <laughs> so what happened was, for why did this healthy nine-year-old pass out? He made it to the final two players being alive in this game where they actually describe what Fortnite is. It's a hundred person battle royale and blah, 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 first person shooter. But as he was playing in the final two, he became eliminated and he became so upset. He lost consciousness. Are you this was fucking kidding me? What ended up happening? His father came into the room. They noted his father was also playing the same game 
cooperatively in the other room with a different set. Hardcore okay. gamers. Yeah. Father found I mean, him. Good, good, good father-son bonding. Yeah. I, I approve of this guy. Yeah. Yes. He came in. His kid, the lips were blue and the kid was rigid at that point. He ended up calling 911, called for EMS. The kid regained consciousness after about a minute and they took him to the emergency room to work him up. When they worked him up, his labs were normal. They did a heart monitor. Looks normal. The, they did an echocardiogram to look at what his heart looks like. Normal. And brain waves were normal. So why did this kid pass out? They weren't sure. They watched him overnight. They ran some labs. Nothing was really... He looks like a healthy kid. Why did he pass out playing Fortnite? They then put what they call a Holter monitor, which is basically a cardiac monitor that you keep on for like 30 days. It's like a little vest. And they put mm -hmm. it on him for 30 days. And what they noticed is he had what they call ventricular ectopy. Basically, his heart had an abnormal rhythm that it would go into from time to time. And there were specific triggers because the Holter just constantly documents and it sort of just sends a timeline and you can you keep a journal of what you're doing at the times. When he played video games and when he played football, his heart would go into basically ventricular tachycardia, which is the shockable rhythm, the okay. lethal rhythm, if you will, on like TV shows and stuff. Versus in TV shows where they just shock everything. So this kid was quietly going around and with a near-fatal rhythm. What they diagnosed him with? A term called CPVT. Catecholaminergic polymorphic VTAC. Basically, when they looked at the kid, they did genetic testing. His heart's fucked up. I mean, that's basically <laughs> it. It's He's got an abnormality in one of his genes that created a faulty like calcium channel receptor to cause his heart to basically spontaneously go into VTAC. And he was at risk of basically sometime maybe later in life or sometime he could have gone into a near fatal rhythm. They happened to catch it because when he, he got Fortnite and passed out, basically the catecholamine part basically means when someone gets heavily emotionally stimulated because there are medical conditions where. So he was so yeah. upset that he lost Fortnite that it activated this arrhythmia and nearly caused him to die. Yes. However, Jeez. no, no, he didn't just lose at Fortnite. He was player number two, final two. Yeah, so he, he, he was so close to victory and it like it was robbed from him and he just passed out because it was he was like so worked up about it. Well, he passed out, but really what happened was his heart stopped beating for a minute. But yes, he also passed out as a consequence of his heart stopping working. Jesus. It wasn't just like he passed out. What then happened is, so what they did to treat him, actually, is because he has this actual condition, they had to treat him with antiarrhythmia agents. So he has to actually take medications to protect himself for the actual VTAC that could occur. And then they told him, basically, he has to avoid vigorous exercise. Because, again, so normally people think of these conditions when we have, you know, like we have athletes who suddenly pass out on the field or they drop. Unfortunately, sometimes they drop dead. It's because of the fact of, like, they may have had an abnormal heart rhythm or like a vulnerable heart issue early on in life. And that's why like they make kids get physicals before they sign up for like school sports. And so Got it. this kid, he can't actually now, they said, play violent video games is how they classified it. <laughs> wow. He can't play sports without medical clearance and he cannot play violent video games without medical clearance. I would argue against that because I think there is a certain level of playing those battle royales, especially Fortnite that leads to that excitement and and the what would affect his heart i feel like a violent single player video game won't produce the same high but i mean i'm not a doctor 
And I mean, do you, you? This is a nine-year-old kid who's got the rest of his life to live. You want to gamble on that kid? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel like you're violent video games. So, like, is it? Can he also never watch a horror movie? Like, so, does he? Way, can he not read any books that are going to give him an emotional high? Like, why are we specifically targeting? video games aside from the fact that it happened while he was playing a video game you know see what so, i'm saying like yeah entertainment well, although they did do the monitor although it's a nine-year-old so how many violent video or how much horror movies and stuff is he watching but the nine-year-old right. was monitored for 30 days with the heart monitor and only two things set it off video games and football i, I mean that's fair it's no. but like you know Okay. So case number two, though, because what if this is, it's just an N of one, you're telling Dr. Zed, and Dr. Zed says, fuck you, I got a second finger. <laughs> I don't know why I went with that, but sure. The This one, case number two, we had a 16-year-old male who prior was brought in cardiac arrest, so his heart got fucked up already, when he was walking home from music class. And so they knew that he had a fucked up heart, they checked out his labs and everything, everything looked okay, but because... They ended up diagnosing him with a condition called ventricular fibrillation, idiopathic ventricular fibrillation, which basically means at some point his heart's going to fuck up and we don't know when. So they put in a basically a ICD is what it's called, a implanted cardiac defibrillator. So he's got kind one of, of those. It's kind of it, like a, a, is it like a, a defibrillator that's just there? It's just sitting on his heart. Can, yep. Yeah, I think I've seen that in like some sort of medical show, maybe like. Royal Pains or House or one of those. I was about to say, maybe in Crank, but not quite. Crank 2, <laughs> that's a little bit different. But yeah. what it is basically is, yeah, you normally we give this to like people who are like later in life, 50s, 60s. But this guy is young and he's got it though because basically at times his heart will go into a fucked up rhythm. And it needs to be shocked back into doing the right thing. So then a week later, I think we know where we're going with this. Dude started playing Fortnite. He was also about to win. Made it to the final two. He became very excited. And bam! His defibrillator goes off shocking him. Wow. They then, as soon as it gets shocked, it also like calls for help and such. And also, like people describe this apparently online as, it's like getting kicked in the chest by a horse. So he was getting excited, but he, he hadn't lost yet. He was still playing. He had, no, he was excited that he was going to win. That's the best part. They interviewed him afterwards. That's what he said. He thought he was going to win the whole thing now. Boom. He gets shocked, flies across the room. They bring him in. EMS has to go and grab him and everything. And then these these defibrillators actually also record what's going on. And when they check the recording and the timeline, he was going into a fucked up rhythm while playing basically Fortnite. And so the defibrillator, if it sees the fucked up rhythm, it's like, I got to fucking save him. Saved his life. Dude lost the game. Oh, that sucks. I mean, yeah. And so his treatment was also, he was told, avoid Fortnite and violent video games. And then he was put on medications as well for his heart. And they monitored him for the next year. He was fine. And they kind of sent him back out into the world. But another person told, banned from video games. Well, violent video games is how they classify Fortnite. I, again, I... As, as a person who plays video games, I'm against this label. I, I don't think it's necessarily the violence. Now that Fall Guys is out, I'd be interested to, if if these kids, oh, I guess we can't experiment on humans 
and put them into cardiac arrest. That would be bad. What? But I'd be interested to see <laughs> if like these kids with these problems playing Fall Guys, which is mostly nonviolent, but still has that same like final two you could be winning after like beating a bunch of other people sort of scenario, if that affects them in the same way. So what they did actually is they had a whole discussion about this and they looked at the literature. The literature notes, so like what they already know, again, thanks to like people like the Wiimote dudes, is that basically when young, it has young males only right now, but young males, when they play video games, their heart rate goes up and their blood rate, their blood pressure goes up. But it's always considered less than if you compare it to them playing physical activities. So mm -hmm. they knew that. It's not as strenuous as sports. And we knew that sports can trigger some people into having abnormal heart rhythms. Other studies, though, noted that video games can trigger a flight-or-flight flight response to, like, the intensity of the game can make you actually get an adrenaline rush. And it's actually that what they s suspect is what's going on, is when you have a fight-or-flight response, it's epinephrine and other, like, basically, like, hormones or neurotransmitters or chemicals in your body that are being released. And if you were out in the real world and in danger, you'd be releasing that. And that's what actually can kind of stimulate the heart to start working faster, harder. And then there's a chance, though, and what they concluded, a small subset of children may be at risk of arrhythmias, basically, while playing video games, but they likely would have an unknown or previously undiagnosed cardiac condition or genetic condition similar to what they would call like exertional syncope. The medical recommendation is if you have a child who passes out while playing video games, they should definitely go see a doctor, get themselves checked out, but then they may not be safe to play video games. It's specifically, though, if they pass out. Because, again, kids should not be passing out playing video games. Right. Although then they get into this weird, like, concluding tangent where they're like, they start calling these things like Fortnite electronic war games. And then they get into this opinion piece where they're like, we know sports has, like, mental health value and physical activity value. And then they just go out and say... Video games have none of that, especially violent okay, video I gotta games. call bullshit on that. I, I know. I knew that was coming. I, I was like surprised myself at that, that they went and took such a hardline stance that they basically said, just ban the video games for these subset of people who have it because they I have no the redeeming quality. have an agenda. These doctors have an agenda. I don't, I don't like it. I, it's I big don't... doctor against the video games, man. Yeah. Man. But yeah, so that was... Uh, the what they're calling now since they discovered this thing the fortnite phenomenon so the fortnite phenomenon is like the just whatever adrenaline or like the the cause that makes them pass out when they're like getting close to winning basically like, that they get so excited playing fortnite that their heart stops or gets into a fucked up rhythm and then they pass out secondary to it it's not just wow. passing out it's okay, not so it's, yeah. it's related to the heart yeah yeah okay. th this was also published so the name of the article is actually video game ventricular tachycardia colon the Fortnite phenomenon and it's been found it you can look it up on heart rate case rep reports uh june oh yeah if you had told me that title that would have just given it away for me. I, I would have known exactly what was going on. Just I mean, everybody knows. I video game ventricular attack. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, duh. Of course. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it's so, it's right there. Like, I, uh, I could, yeah. Vertentular harkadecadia. Like, I know exactly what that means. Of course. So, like, that's my, right. uh, that's my bit on, like, video game in the news and everything. Yeah, okay. I mean, that... I that got worried a... about this. So, sausage-wise, I got worried, and I had another one for you, more to your level. 
<laughs> the questions uh, I asked there, does Toad wear a diaper? The answer, no. That's it. That was it. There was no other research to it. It was just a Nintendo thing, and it said no. And so I was like, all right. If you want another one of those, who is Bowser Jr.'s mother? I mean, that's Ooh. actually a hotly debated question. I looked into it. There's many theories. There are. Do you have a favorite theory or an opinion? Well, so Bowser Jr. isn't the first of the Koopa kids. True. But, like, originally the Koopalings were Bowser's kids, but I think they retconned them to not actually biologically be, like, related to Bowser. I I, I can't quite... I'd have to do research on that. But then, like, Bowser Jr. is definitely supposed to, like, be biologically his son. And so, like, some people theorize that, I mean, he's kidnapped Peach so many times. Like, mm-hmm. like what what's going on there? And, like, maybe Bowser Jr. is, is uh, a secret love child with the princess, but they can't talk about the mother because, you know, she's royalty and that's a scandal. You can't bring the Mushroom Kingdom down like that. What you're talking about is actually the events in Super Mario Sunshine when Bowser Jr. himself claims his mother is Princess Peach. <laughs> and she doesn't rebut him, but at the end, Bowser says, no, that's not his mother, which Bowser Jr. admits he knew that all along. Uh-huh. There's several other theories, though. The boring theory, which is the Super Mario Maker came out apparently recently, or 30th anniversary of Mario Brother. Some dude, Shigeru Miyamoto, perhaps you've heard of him, he <laughs> was asked this question, and he answered it. And then his answer was simply, he pointed to himself in a boss oh. move. He didn't even say anything. He just pointed to himself, and that was it. But people didn't like that, because fuck that guy. What did he do? Yeah. <laughs> so the next theory was, yes, they pointed out the Princess Peach theory has been debunked by the game Super Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Then, in lore, have you heard of Claudia Cooper? Cla- Cooper. Claudia Koopa. No. Claudia, spelled C-L-A-W for the terrible pun. Of course, of course. They note that this was cited in UK Nintendo, claiming that this person is Bowser's wife. I've never heard of this Claudia Koopa, so it's she's probably never been in a game. She's not in a game, and what they ended up, they looked into it. There is no official Nintendo Power UK, which was the publication that the people have been citing for this. This is fake news. Okay. I, Claudia I, Koopa actually was like from a fan site and some dude in 2002 made up the name, but he says yeah. he owns the rights and stuff. Nothing to do. Right. The fourth theory is the one I like, actually. The fourth okay. theory turned to science and they posited Bowser Jr. has no mother. In fact, they posit the Koopas probably reproduce asexually. Yeah, I, that, that is another theory. This is the Jurassic Park story, basically, that the Koopas have no mother or father. They simply, like amphibians, though, not reptiles, will reproduce asexually. And then they cite a video game, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, for the citation for this. In that game, babies in the Mario universe are brought to their parents by the stork. And Bowser himself only had Kamek as a parental figure. Perhaps there's a stork producing these well, not creating the babies, but bringing the babies. But so these children are asexually created, and then the stork simply brings them over? Don't know. That 
That is another accurate statement. I mean, based on the games, there is uh, the possibility that, uh, you know, they're they're asexual and because who knows where Koopas and Goombas and all them coming from. Exactly. But I would like to th- I would like to posit one more theory oh. that the, your uh, your research may not have posited. I don't have to... more. I just have those four theories. Right, what do you have? Th- this one, uh, I mean, you, it has to be a stretch of the imagination, of course, okay. uh, because it's not officially licensed or acknowledged by Nintendo. But you might remember from a while ago that there is a certain Bowsette that occurs when bowser wears a crown so maybe bowser isn't the father maybe bowser is the mother i love this theory as you know huge bowsette fan i'm down with that (laughs) who is bowser jr's daddy yeah that that, what what if it's mario like what what kind of scandal would that be Mm. there needs to be a fan video of this now just Uh, like i'm sure there might be already uh just don't look at it bad websites <laughs> no everybody just totally for episode 69 the nice episode look up bowsette oh yeah that that's a nice and wholesome thing to look up on google totally all right so that was dr zed and his varying levels of science from like wikipedia <laughs> to like a definitive answer from nintendo to like pubmed research <laughs> all right well, I, I just want to keep you uh, in the loop here. Like, I'm not trying to enforce anything on, on your episode, but we okay. are hitting the 40-minute mark here. Oh, what so, does that mean, usually, as an experienced uh, podcaster yourself? I I mean, we normally end somewhere in the hour to hour and 15 range, so you've got Ooh. about half an hour left. Okay. Um, we so, have lots and lots of questions, but I really want to try the game, because I think the game is fun. All right, so how about if you want... I would recommend doing definitely what you want to do first and then maybe okay. just like having see how much time we have for questions at the end. That's fine. I like that. We'll finish with fan service, basically. All right, that's, that works. Okay. Yeah. Right. Just, just keep and it... And the games... Yeah the, yeah, the questions can be used in future episodes and stuff. This one, yeah, the game, it's, it's a unique thing. I'd like you to play along and perhaps our viewers at home can play along. Okay. I've named it. It's called the Tower of Babel. Oh no! This was supposed to be a Doctor Zed trap for you. You get, but we'll, we'll cut the backstory out. The gist of it. <laughs> I'm glad I, you came up with backstories for everything. You're like I, I approve of this. Yes, like there, we'll just. It was cut out, but it's in like the screen source codes and stuff. If you wanted to look it up, the Tower of Babel is basically. I went to a website, Metacritic, that apparently rates video games. I don't know if you've heard of Metacritic. I did not I, know I, it. I have, oh my god! Uh, yes, I've heard of Metacritic. Okay, I'm not, yes. I'm not even not even going to go into yes, that. Yes, we'll move on. Episode. So I looked up what are the highest rated video games of all time, and I I hope you don't cheat and just look them up because okay, that, I, I'm I you feel like you did me when I yeah. did video game trivia towards you. So I'm I I respect the Zed. I'm not going to cheat in any way. Thank you. So I basically went and looked at like the top 15, top 10, top 20 of the top highest rated games that these are all console games to begin with. So they're not like computer games. And I'll even give you some hints on them, but they have descriptions. I would like to describe the game to you and you see if you can figure out the title of the game. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a feeling I'm going to know most of these, but that's okay. um, 
So, but can can I ask real quick before you start? Yes. Why the Tower of Babel? We'll get to it in a second. I'm glad okay. you asked. Right. Okay. So, for example, the descriptors are things like this. The ultimate Nintendo hero is taking the ultimate step out into space. Join Mario as he ushers in a new era of video games, defying gravity across all the planets in the galaxy. What game do you think that is? There's actually I mean, a lot more, but I cut that. I one mean for time. that 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 gives it a it gives it away pretty easily in that description. Uh, I would say that is Super Mario Galaxy. Correct. Came out in 2007 on the Wii. That was actually number six of all time. All oh, of these wow. games though have 97 or higher. So I looked at that, and I'm I'm going to give you some credit here, T man. You're a gamer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably know that like off the top of your head pretty easily. You probably. Yeah. These are games from different consoles, but you know, different consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, that is true. like GTA, there's like six of these motherfuckers on here. <laughs> so what I yeah, did, I was going to say that. Yeah, there's probably a lot I'm going to give I'm going to give you a hint, which is I took the highest rated from the series. So whichever one was the top rated or the highest ranked is the one that I'm going to use for those. OK. OK. So you could still guess, though, whichever one you think it is. I will still read you the full description. But now, since you did okay, ask... Wait, okay, hold on. Stop. Yes. Give me a second here. I'm, I'm channeling my inner, like, psychic. Yeah. I am going to guess just from... Wait, before you do... Okay, all right, go ahead. Before you do, the twist. So I realized, again, you're a super gamer. I took all of these descriptions... And ran them the fuck through Google Translate repeatedly. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the descriptions, but they've been converted to Maori, Samoan, Greek, Latin, English. There's a whole wealth of Welsh, Irish, and various other languages. And we'll give them to you now. Are you ready? <laughs> all right. I, first of all, I love this. This is amazing. It's I, I absolutely... This, this is great. Um, okay, everybody yeah. can play along. So here's game number one. The number one game, actually. As a child, the queen captured Herod, the king of the Gondorf pirate. The wicked will use this symbol to go into the sanctuary, to extend their arms against hypocrites, and to practice good religion in a corrupt country. The map moves with time and helps shape the world in the 17th century using Shiva's power to conquer information using Ravera. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, okay. Um. Yep, good luck, buddy. All right, so did you say this is the highest rated game of all time on Metacritic? Yes, this is the highest rated game of all time. Okay. If you need uh, extra hints, I can give you the year or the platform and stuff, but I feel like okay. that's cheating. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't want anything from uh, aside from the language. I'm going to use my own knowledge of what I think the best games yeah. are, along with. Can you can you read me that again? Sure. As a child, the queen captured Herod, the king of the Gondorf pirate. The wicked will use this symbol to go to the sanctuary to extend their arms against hypocrites and to practice good religion in a corrupt country. The map moves with time and helps shape the world in the 17th century using Shiva's power to conquer information using Ravera. Or, I don't know that word. Ravera? Alright. I'm 90% sure I'm going to have the right um, series, but I'm basing it off um, what 
what was said in the uh, description. I think it's Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. You are correct. Okay. So if you want the English or the regular, as a young boy, Link is tricked by Ganondorf, king of the Gerudo thieves. The evil human uses Link to gain access to the sacred realm where he places his tainted hands on Triforce and transforms the beautiful Hyrulean landscape into a barren wasteland. Link is determined to fix the problems he helped to create, so with the help of Raru, he travels through time, gathering the powers of the Seven Sages. Yeah, one of the things in the translated sounded like it came from a bunch of languages trying to translate Ganondorf into something. Yes. Uh, and so that's what gave, made me think it was probably going to be Legend of Zelda. And then you mentioned time in there, so I figured it was Ocarina of that's Time. That's the biggest hit. What I learned from this was basically the, the translators have gotten better. So anything that was a proper noun, I converted it to lowercase to let it just go through the filter to filter it out to whatever it is. Ah, so it so it, it would choose We're the, gonna get rid the of uppercase. Yeah. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. So number two, and this is the second highest game of all time or rated and so forth. Mm-hmm. Technic Tokyo 2 is a second season game that will be released on the PlayStation if major TV providers want to grow your website. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll read it again. No, Technic, Technic Tokyo 2 is a second season game that will be released on the PlayStation if major TV providers want to grow your website. Technic Tokyo 2? All right, well, it's clearly a sequel. Yes. What, what would Technic Tokyo be? And if you actually want to sit and take your time, I'm sure you're the editor. You can cut out these pauses. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm definitely going to cut out the pauses. I don't want to take too long, though. Yeah. Um, I have In total, I have seven of these, but yeah. Technic Tokyo 2. PlayStation. It was mentioned yeah, I, in there. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm going through like, oh, what would what would turn into uh, second? Okay, I'm going to stop for a second. What would be the second most popular game on metacritic of all time this is definitely isn't a grand theft auto i got i got nothing i i'm i'm I'm, i'll give you a hint this was released in 2000 on the playstation 2000 on the playstation all right so it's not final fantasy it's not a final fantasy game it's not crash bandicoot I'll give you an English. As most major publishers' development efforts shift to any number of next-generation platforms, blank, blank, blank will likely stand as one of the last truly fantastic games to be released on the PlayStation. Not Metal Gear Solid 2. That was on PlayStation 2. Final Fantasy 9 was PlayStation. God, I'm trying to remember what was one of the last games that come out on, on PlayStation that was super popular, and I've got nothing. Like, honestly. Okay. This one Dr. Is... Zed gets a point. Yeah, no, you got me on this one. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> and that's even getting like a re-release in like the next couple weeks. Like, oh, I was surprised wow. it was the number two game, but people that's, like Tony that's Hawk. That's the number two game of all time? Wow. Again, all of these that I pick have a score of 97 or higher. And I use that's Metacritic, impressive. not the popular one. So this is game number three. What is the American dream? Nico Berwick launches a new ship from Europe. I hope it goes away. Her brother, who is a criminal, dreams of happiness when he enters the city of freedom of his choice. He sinks into debt, goes into hell as a thief, 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 a social worker, 
and sees the difference between dream <laughs> and dream in a city where money, power, and heaven. Soccer football was used by beginners. A thief, 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 <laughs> social worker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, oh that's hilarious. Um okay, so I I know this one. Uh this one's pretty easy. Um this one is GTA four. Yes. And so this yeah. is the only GTA four, but what does the American dream mean today? For Nico Bellic, fresh off the boat from Europe, it's the hope he can escape his past. For his cousin Roman, it is the vision that together they can find fortune in Liberty City, gateway to the land of opportunity. As they slip slip into debt and are dragged into a criminal underworld by a series of shysters, thieves, and sociopaths, they discover that the reality is very different from the dream in a city that worships money and status. So, hold on, hold on. Sociopath? The, 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 sociopath was social worker. I don't know why, but these things are hilarious if you put them side by side. But oh, And heaven God. for those who have them, and a living nightmare for those who don't. But I loved it just for... At that point, thief, thief, a social worker. Okay. (laughs) Number four. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Fourth highest rated game. The history of the island and the sword of the world and its eternal history. The brave hero. This Sega dream home. There is a visual problem in the soul. A great hero without automatic balls. (laughs) What? A great hero without automatic balls. Okay, I oh, a great hero without automatic balls. Um, <laughs> I could read the whole thing again, actually. Yeah, read the, read the whole thing again for me. The history of the island and the sword of the world and its eternal history. The brave hero, this Sega dream home, there is a visual problem in the soul. A great hero without automatic balls. So, I'm, I'm going to ask this and... Uh, mm-hmm. Is this a Sega game for, like, the Dreamcast? It is a Dreamcast game, but it is fourth ranked. Okay, all right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this because I'm not super familiar with the Sega library. Uh Uh-huh. Especially the Dreamcast, because, like, I know there were some really good games. Um, It's not Shenmue, is it? It is not. I'll give you another hint. This is the first in the series. Oh, so it's a series. It's a hero without automatic balls. Yes. Do you know if it's a series still going on? Yes, it is. You've, we've definitely played it. Oh, we've played it. Think of the rest. Don't don't get distracted by the automatic balls, the hero with the automatic balls. Focus on the other hero descriptions. Okay, g- give it to me one more time then. The history of the island and the sword of the world and its eternal history. The brave hero, the Sega Dream Home. There is a visual problem in the soul. A great hero without automatic balls visual problem in the soul sword like i'm trying to think of there's like island and sword and there's just a lot of information here uh and i've played it i've played it i we've played it yes so it's something that started on dreamcast that sega then moved to other systems when the dreamcast didn't work and it's still going today I believe it is still going today. Yeah. It's definitely not Sonic, because that was well before Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. What was 
And I will say, it is weird that the way they chose the consoles, the way I'm reading through this in English, it seems like it came out before the Dreamcast as well. But it's weird that the Dreamcast version is the highest rated one. Oh, so it was like a simultaneous release, but also came out on Dreamcast. Yes, it came out in 1999. 1999. So it's not not a Sega game. It's just a game that came out on the Dreamcast. Yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, it went. I'm going by Metacritic's ranking, so. Is it Soul Calibur? It is Soul Calibur. Okay. All right. I got there. I got there. This is a tale of swords and souls, transcending the world and all its history, told for all eternity. The greatest weapons-based fighter returns, this time on Sega Dreamcast. Soul Calibur Uh... unleashes incredible graphics, fantastic fighters, and combos so amazing they'll make your head spin. (laughs) Head spin was the automatic balls, or without automatic, I don't know. I don't know how I got there either, but that's great. Okay, this one now is ranked number eight because the, all the other ones were sequels, so we went down to number eight. Mountain medicine has surprised some Americans. Powerful improvements and heating are the basis of a new light for antenna play. America, 1899. The end of the Western era begins. Following the demolition of the Black River era, Arthur Morgan and Van der Lind reunited. Terrorists and governments guard rob robbers. Thieves steal, rape, and attack members of the American Liberal Party. Faith, despite the inner struggle to eradicate crime, Arthur will have to make his own decisions and have hope in the developing world. All right. Uh, unfortunately for for this one, the name gives it away. Yeah, I couldn't um, get rid of it. I kept trying through the languages, but nope. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that one, I had a... As soon as you said 1899, yeah. I had a general idea of what, what it was going to be. And then Arthur Moore gives it away. So uh, that one's going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. Correct. I was wondering if you get the two. It is Red Dead yeah, Redemption no, no. 2. Because, yeah, Red, Red Dead Redemption was uh, John... Fuck. I don't actually remember his name. But it's not Arthur Morgan. I know Arthur Morgan yeah. is the... the uh, so the, the English translation for those... Carry. I would... Um, so as a... Since we're getting close to time, I would uh, probably just skip the actual English translations at this That's point. That's fine. Oh, uh, the other we'll, ones are we'll, shorter. If but you we'll would like it. to go yeah. to see them, you can go to Metacritic yourself. Um, to that's true. You can look it up on Metacritic. Yeah. That's, that's a good. The next one to not be a sequel, number 15 on Metacritic, still ranked 97, followed by Mary, Darkness, Darkness That People Entering the Dark, the youngest of Carrington Origins, needs to know about the birth of professional data dying what say that okay you got to start do that one again followed by mary darkness darkness that people entering the dark the youngest of carrington origins need to know about the birth of professional data dying is data dying one word one word it is one word fuck like that is a proper noun of sorts all right i so this one, I, I don't actually know if I know which one it is. Is it is it Perfect Dark? It is Perfect Dark. It's the the phrasing of it made it sound like it could have been Perfect Dark Zero, the like prequel uh, that came out for like the Xbox. But I didn't think that rated high enough to actually be that high on Metacritic. So that's why <laughs> I figured it was the, the original. And then, so this one, so I'll skip the English for that one, basically. But yeah, it's because the protagonist is called Johanna Dark. So there's so a lot of dark. darkness, darkness, dark. Yeah. People yeah. entering like, the dark. Yeah. 
yeah like like data dine was the company she went up against so like yep. when you said there was the proper noun i figured out that's what it was and the carrington institute is actually what apparently the agency that she works for but yeah ah. so this one is ranked 18th it's the last one i love it it's the hardest one okay. Dis- discover the secret of a suspicious guy who was checking the heels of his head on behalf of the prime minister of the capital you are looking for a pet in the country Try the intelligence work of the army. Organize options and enemies now and disable them. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, hit me with that one one more time. I gotta listen. I gotta listen closely. I got. I got good at Google Translate now. Yeah, Discover yeah. the secret of a suspicious guy who is checking the heels of his head. On behalf of the prime minister of the capital, you are looking for a pet in the country. Try the intelligence work of the army. Organize options and enemies now and disable them. <laughs> All right. So this is the last 97. And the it's last not, 97 and it's ranked 18th. And it's not related to any of the other games because you didn't do any sequels. This is this is like the first of the series or I don't know if it's more or not. But yeah, this is the, the game. There's no number. I can even tell you the system or the year if you'd like either of those clues. Because this um, is hard. Yeah. Give me the year first. I feel like okay. that one's the lesser of the two that makes it so makes it a little. 2002. 2002. Disco- Discover the secret of a suspicious guy. Is that what it was? Discover the secret of a suspicious guy who was checking the heels of his head. I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that part. I was... <laughs> 2002. 2002 is too late for Metal Gear Solid. It's too... Is it Far Cry? It is not. Would you like the platform? Uh, I mean, I have a general idea what platform it is, but yeah, you can give it to me. GameCube. 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 Oh. That's why. This All was right. a really tough translation. All right. Re- read it to me one more time. Okay. I know it's a GameCube game, and it's not Legend of Zelda or Super Mario. It's not those, and like... Yeah, this is vastly shortened. Discover the secret of a suspicious guy who was checking the heels of his head. On behalf of the Prime Minister of the Capital, you are looking for a pet in the country. Try the intelligence work of the army. Organize options and enemies now and disable them. Wait a minute. Is it Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes? No, it is not. Damn it. Okay. Because right, like, I know that came out on the GameCube. Yeah. And I, I'm stuck on like... Yeah, disabling enemies and suspicious guys. In in this whole phrase, the game's title, one of the words of the title is in this sentence. Wait, but the, really? But the translation has fucked it up. But yes, okay, no, the, uh, the I, direct no. word is in there. Huh. <laughs> right, wait, so what the fuck else came out on GameCube? God, I didn't I didn't own a GameCube. Like I Yeah. With, I it was, the only GameCube experience I had was um with our, our college roommate, or yes. my college roommate, I guess. Don Rocco. Yeah. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. But you'll know this game. Yeah, I, I know I'm going to know it. 97 on the GameCube. It's not Super Smash Brothers. Nope. It wouldn't be Eternal Darkness, would it? No. What else is, what else is there? Paper Mario? No. One of the weirdest clues is checking the heels of his head. It is a weirdly translated way to describe what is in this new feature in the game. 
checking the heels of his head? Yes. So I figured out the ancient languages don't know how to translate modern things. So you get fun stuff like this. Alright. Uh I'm I'm gonna tap out. I, I don't okay. I don't I don't got it. Sorry. I'll I'll start off with the English phrase and you'll figure it out. View the world through her visor, which displays information ranging from current energy levels to ammunition. Uh, equipped with Metroid a power prime. Yes. They went uh. with Metroid Prime got translated into Prime Minister. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Oh, oh, now now it all makes sense. Oh. It was great. So yes, oh, that was the no, Tower that, of Babel. I, I like that. That was fun. I, I appreciate that game. Next time I can do less, because if we want to do more, this was just console games of all time. They had plenty of other categories. Oh, yeah, no. I yeah. I mean, it's the console games of all time was a good category because it gave me enough frame of reference that I know like what some of the most popular games are. Uh, like all of these Tony Hawk threw me for a loop. Uh, yeah. I probably would have gotten to Metroid Prime eventually, but I didn't want to sit around yeah, and name it would every just be... GameCube game I could think of. <laughs> yeah, and I should give you only like two choices or, or two two chances or something in the future. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so now, that was that. That was that was fun. I I like that. I like that game as like a something for you to do at me yes because like i feel like if we reversed roles on that one it's not going to be as fun yeah yeah because the whole premise is like you're the smart gamer and so i'm just going to confound you that's why i even had the little setup and you i'm sure were like what the hell i'm gonna know all of these but wait there's a twist (laughs) and i feel Like, like those games like people can play along at home and like probably try to guess these weird fucked up things too yeah like i'm gonna be honest that concept is almost strong enough to just like do as its own podcast (laughs) i i i'm not kidding like turning that into like some sort of like game show where we have like another guest and like me and someone else who does games or knows games like tries to figure out these stupid phrases like i mean maybe we can if people like harvey z's fireside chats perhaps we can do that and like have the next episode be purely harvey z's tower of babel copyright copyright tm tm it's mine bitches <laughs> okay um yeah. i feel then, i feel bad yeah. that we didn't get to your questions that you strong armed out of people I mean, I saved them up. We can use these for future because you always say like, oh, we only have overbob questions. I got other fuckers to give us questions, too. And some of them are good. Uh, you know what? Since since we've talked about the questions, why don't you why don't you hit hit us with one uh, for this okay. episode so we can at least like get like a little glimpse of what you got? Oh, no, I don't want to. Pre- I'll give you one that I was going to give you a softball, basically, for yourself. I would then give me a softball. Do so- like a. Okay. We okay. talked about the question so much. I want to do at least we, one. We hyped it up. One. Okay. So then let's go with uh, this one is out there from a Polish Sputnik. Polish Sputnik writes, if you could live in one video game universe, which one would it be? See, that's a tough question. See, you be- wanted the tough ones, not the easy ones. Well, I mean, like, it's a good question. It's and, one that but- you could think about for a while. Yeah. We don't have time like- for that. Maybe we should like, move on to a different question and save that one for the future. Co- come on, let me let me at least, if you're going to propose the question, you got to at least let me talk about it. I'm vamping and I'm trying to buy you time. This you is know, what I, this is I what can you vamp do myself. <laughs> no, so you're you don't need to vamp. I can vamp myself. Like 
anyway okay so the the hard part of the question comes from like do you pick a world that's like peaceful because you don't want to you want to live somewhere that's like cool but like not conflict oriented or do you pick a world where you're likely going to have like superpowers because well are you going to be the protagonist or are you just like an npc in the world well, I mean, then it begs the question, like, if I go live in the Mushroom Kingdom, am I going to be able to use fire flowers and capes and the stuff that Mario can use? Uh, am I going to be able to wear a Bowsette crown? Ooh. Like, th- these are the questions that, uh, or like, am I just living in that world and I don't get anything special out of it? Because that changes everything, you know? That's a tough, now I'm like, what is the safest video game world to live in? Because... I was about to say, like, The Sims, but The Sims have fucked up stuff happen to them. Yeah, you're, you're, the gods are angry in Sims. Like, yeah. You could get trapped in a pool. Like, you can't climb, get out of a pool without a ladder if you're in The Sims world. I feel like I have an answer for this, and it's just so inappropriate and wrong that I don't want to say it. But now you have to say it. That's the Yeah, reason. I mean, this is a nice episode. A safe world, I think, to live in for, like, myself. The Leisure Suit Larry universe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's not PC, but it's safe. I it is safe. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I think it's safe. I actually haven't played the games. I mean, I I don't. I've never played them either. Actually, I don't actually know. I just know he's like, you yeah, know, horny or something. Oh God, what what world would I want to be in? Not Bioshock because that's fucked up. Yeah, like even like there's like Bioshock. I would kind of like want plasmids and vigors as like superpowers, but like the worlds themselves are so fucked that I don't want to have anything to do with like, the, yeah, the casual like racism that exists throughout. Yeah, yeah, like that's not that's no good. You know, like there's Overwatch, which is like cool. You get to like live with robots and shit, but then the robots tried to take over the world, and you know, there's all sorts Maybe of bad shit now? going down. Oh, and I probably true. wouldn't be a member of Overwatch if I lived in the Overwatch world. I don't know. Maybe Toe Jam and Earl like live on planet Funkatron. Oh, okay. I was about to say if you wanted to live on like Earth, it's all blown up and in pieces. <laughs> I don't know. It it's a good question. One... That's why I was like, this is a great question. Yeah, it's a good question. I'd have to think about it more. I probably have. That's the problem. It's like a lot of games are like. In a, live in a place where like the apocalypse is fucking happening like i don't want to live in fallout because that world oh, is yeah. shit you know yeah. like, is there like a safe area or gate maybe like after the game is over or like one of the final fantasy worlds because i was thinking like oh what about the three houses one that i like fire emblem but there is war <laughs> that, and shit going on yeah that's a fucking that one takes place in the middle of a fucking war that kills most of the people that are living in the world like that's the problem all the like XCOM would be cool but oh, there's God. aliens no. fucking invading oh jeez i don't know it's it's a tough one where would you want to live Damn. yeah i mean you could go safe and go gta but then there's people robbing you and shit every day yeah like the that's more like it's more normal but it's just like fucking weird people just like you could yeah. get run over and flattened by a car at any time just by going outside like no way i'd do that a place maybe where everybody is immortal and can't die like what what world is that like i'm thinking like one of the lego land games now <laughs> god what what else have i been playing recently like ghost of shishima is just you know japan 
but mm -hmm. historical. So it's not really God of War. Like, I don't know. There's gods and stuff, but I'm not going to be a god. So I just get, you know, fucked by one. Not literally either. Although yeah. maybe if it's Zeus, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think I have an idea for one that might be safe for me. The Octodad universe. <laughs> like somewhere See, out there, there's you just an octopus like, man. And I'm yeah, going to be okay. Went, <laughs> you went full like safety. I'm I'm trying to think of like a game I enjoy. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be it'd be a tough decision. Uh, maybe I'll have to come back to this one. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't have an answer, but I've definitely ruled out a lot. Okay, you could keep thinking about this one. I've got tons of questions in the future. Yeah. If we need to get them, uh, you can just have these for the future. Uh, thank you to all the people who submitted questions over Bob, Anaxor, uh, who else is there? Ambiguous Marmosets, uh, Polish Sputnik, Professor Q, all these guys. Maybe next time oh, wow. we'll get to your keys. You really strong arm some people. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank we'll, you. We'll definitely, next episode, we'll, we'll get to some more of the questions because that's fun. I like answering stuff. And again, people, if you liked this episode or like the bits, uh, the PHZ, the uh, Tower of Babel, uh, just let T-Man know. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, T-Man Plays Games. Do you have anything else to promote? You usually have a whole bunch. No, no. The host is the one that, that talks about the, the podcast and everything. Well, you can't find this podcast anywhere else, so... I don't really have shit to promote, so can you promote that stuff? Because I don't remember what we sit on and do and stuff. I mean, I know that I'm at Harvey's at the Z is silent. I couldn't even get that right. You can find me on Twitter at the Z is silent. But otherwise, Fine. complain to this guy. Fine, I guess I'll fill in. This host doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, you can find our podcast at Make Me a Podcast on Twitter. You can email us at makemeagamerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can find my writings, which I guess I could have plugged because those are mine, um, yeah. at, at tmanwrites.com. And you can always join us in the Discord if you want to talk about the episode with us. And that's in the podcast description below. And then, T-Man, take us out. Oh, shit. Not so easy, is it? You forgot about the most crucial duty. Yeah, I mean, you I You just guess had a catchphrase, and that's it. Let's see. What could I bring up? Like normally you bring something back from I like usually the throw episode. like a deep thought or something. So drop some wisdom on these people. Cuz otherwise I have like more monologues. Uh, man, uh, my brain is not in the wisdom given mood. Hold on. Let me um All right then. That's why no, no, Harvey no, no, Z's no. a fucking this, professional. This I'll is save my this. job. But fine if you want to go ahead. I can vamp if I want to. <laughs> Okay. You can leave your friends behind if you can't vamp. So why do we game? No to game is to play, but why? What brings us together in play? Let us look to the masters. Jean, no, fuck that shit. This is Harvey Z. didn't you already quote that? No, no, I had more quotes. I had philosophy quotes as well. I scrapped that for, like, Robert Hunter. I had, like, Piaget and Jung and, like, Mr. Rogers ready to go. I was in the pipeline. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Back up. What was that guy's name? Which one? The third one? It's uh, I believe it's Carl Jung. I think that's what I, I don't said. Think... No, no, I said, said Piaget. Jung. No, you said Jung. No, we can play this back and just pretend <laughs> I said Jung and I was right the first time. <laughs> I mean, you could be right. I I think I'm right, 
it's I have young. a psychology degree. Yes, I'm I don't. Pretty sure it's young, but I could be wrong. I could be. It could be like Bernstein no. burying myself here. I think it's also young, like as in like yeah, like young in I don't know. But Mr. Rogers was the one I thought you were going to challenge me on. But I'm glad we respect. Why Mr. would Rogers. I challenge you on Mr. Fucking Rogers? If you didn't feel like he was up there and stuff, I don't know. Instead, I'll just leave you with this deep thoughts from Harvey Z, which is to say, thank you. Genuinely, thank you for listening. Stay safe, stay cool, and always be in the place to be.